Hey guys, this is Dana McCool, and I wanted to add, um, I don't edit our videos uh, for our podcast. They come out as they come out, and that is part of what our tenet is, is that it is full-flavored and unfiltered. And with that being said, I wanted to share some information with you that during our podcast, I received a phone call, which I didn't answer until after the podcast. Podcast was going on, the phone rang, and so as not to interrupt the stream because I don't like editing it and editing for content because that's what we pride ourselves on. Return the phone call afterwards. Phone call was from a person that I am speaking about in the podcast who I went round and round with who uh, tried to use intimidation on me, um, and they called to apologize uh, for their actions while we were on air. And I have made the choice to release the podcast in its raw form because I believe that passion and truth is what drives our podcast and keeps it um, pure in its purest form, which is a thing that we go for. I think that we could all do with a little bit more um, humility as we go along, and I am choosing to air the podcast not out of some super inflated sense of trying to put it out there, but that we all learn from that to hold our tongue and to be more gentle with people when we're speaking with them and we might not know what they're going through at the time. So I'm releasing this because it is pertinent information. Um, and I will tell you this, however, as a caveat, that this person was my mentor and I love this person dearly um, and I will still continue to work through my issues uh, with this person. And however, what happened happened, and it's part of the truth, and it's part of the smoking truth. And so I'm choosing to release the podcast as it stands. I stand behind this person as they heal from whatever they are healing from that made them make the phone call to begin with. And I still support uh, them as they go about their life. Um, but what happened is what happened and we all need to address bullyism in its form because it does have lasting impression. It doesn't matter if you apologize for it. Fact is that you are still a bully and we must stop bullying. Therefore, again, I'm releasing the full unedited version of our podcast, not changing it. I wish this person well. If they ever truly needed me, I would be there for them. I love their family. Um, but I got to say that you have to work to gain my respect because this is somebody that I put up on a pedestal and I know that I have fallen myself and I will support them. So I still choose to leave them nameless. If you are familiar with politics, you might be able to figure it out, but I'll leave it out there as that uh, in hopes that we can learn from this and move forward with all types of bullyism, with all types of intimidation, that it stops we need to be a better government, and it starts with me, and it starts here, and that's why I make the decision that I make. I wish you well, mister. You know who you are if you watch this. I support you, and I hope that you can bounce back from whatever it is that made you call me to begin with. That's all I wanted to say, and I wanted you to know the whole smoking truth. <laughs>
who else is going to come up with all these little isms and like <laughs> sayings and so, half of it I think is like southern some of it's just your life I don't know it's you want to tell you what it is but it cracks me up though and I think it cracks up a lot of folks out there listening to it's so. the marijuana <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's medical I have a card all right I have a card oh I know you do I know you do yeah. um all right if that's what you want to place it on that's fine I think it's more than, I think it's I think it's more than that but that's all right don't okay. worry about it all, all right. right anyway so folks hey don't forget follow us on youtube we are the the youtube count is going up little by little but it's not fast enough so please do me a favor subscribe like all that stuff i mean we even put in a video palmer thank you so very much the og um for putting that out there little the little tag thing on there and the, on the screen from this go, last go i'm gonna fix end. this too i'm gonna say it on the air so that i remember to fix yeah. it or palmer fix it i gotta give credit to joey grillo also okay he is my partner at the music studio. Oh. And that's his intro music, too. And he's been asking me forever. Can I get credit for that? Joey G, baby, you are the bad A rock and roller. And I want to tell you that you get all credit for this. And I'm going to fix it. You have my word. Joey, okay. thank you so very much. really appreciate it. Because when she came to me with that intro, I was like, what? This is cool as hell, man. Mm -hmm. you kidding me? So anyways, <sighs> we'll get to that in a second. Because okay. I still don't think it qualifies. But anyways, okay. Um, mm -hmm. So anyways, don't forget... Smoking Truth on uh, YouTube. Don't forget to follow us, Smoking Truth Podcast on Facebook. The, de the count is definitely going up. We really appreciate it. You can I'll, well, a lot of times we'll post over there, and you can get, just hit the link from there to go to YouTube. Uh, don't forget, we're also in the podcast, folks. You can subscribe if you haven't already. Like, hey, it's, it's Spotify, Apple, uh, Apple Podbean, all that Podbean, stuff. Podbean, all of that. Yeah, you can yeah. listen in if you don't want to see the videos. You can just listen in. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to follow us at the uh, True Smoking at um, that's at the Twitter. Twitter. And then uh, we have the Gonzo at. The True smoking smoke, truth. Smoking, no, uh, smoking truth. Smoking truth. I'm sorry. I always, okay. I always messed that one up. I'm no sorry. one wants to email us, though. People like calling yeah. us and doing the whole. Hey, um, hey can I come on? Hey, this yeah, yeah. Or hey. Hey, know. we got people coming on. I got, you know who's yes. coming on? Jennifer Waldo Kelly. Awesome. I slay I like her, her all the time. I, 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 and my son said, Ma. Ma, you talk all the time about contempt prior I to investigation. Like Jennifer. I, I do. like her too. She's sweet. She's a, she's a good person. I think what she's doing is all is. I think it's for all the right reasons. She's doing it with the best of intentions. I can tell you that for sure. And, um, you know, even if people don't always agree, but I know she's doing it with the best of intentions. And so uh, we're going to talk about yeah, the book ban definitely. and the yeah. book committee and all that good yeah. stuff. But I will tell you this. She is on board with the platform regarding getting state legislative uh, language changed mm -hmm. regarding concurrency. I know that people don't okay. want to tackle that, but we need to tackle it at the local, the Keep city level, county, state level. We need to change that. Keep Do you hear that, Honorable Governor DeSantis? We need to oh, change boy. that. If you're talking, sir, about good platforms and good causes, this is one I'm going to be tackling state representatives to make this important because it is important how we grow because that's how our children grow i hear you and i am also in the next uh two three weeks i think we're trying i'm trying to get somebody on from halifax i'll leave it as a surprise for right now but okay. i'm trying to get someone from halifax okay he, the individual's already like hey I, I think i can do the third of march so we're about okay. two weeks away from there so uh cool. anyways <clears throat> hey if i want to uh is, is housekeeping let's uh, <sighs> All right, so this came to me as a little bit of a present from a uh, from a friend, and uh, so I said I told him I, I wanted to smoke it on air, and it's called uh, this. It's not even out, I think, yet in a mass in a mass way, but it's called Dulzura Maduro, uh, and it's actually just has a just a faint little sweetness to the wrapper, and mm -hmm. I heard that's kind of the way the wrapper is cured a little bit, um, or, or the, the 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 leaf. Um, but it's man, but it smokes like just any other traditional cigar, and it's just nice. I had it, and I said, man, I want to smoke that on air. Nice. So, um, I know not one of the specialties from our folks over here, but once again, I was reminded everybody, please do me a big favor. If you're out in the west side or you're in the area, don't forget, come to Cigar Hustler in Deltona. Yep. It's our gem over here. Love mm -hmm. the guys over here. It's a big family. and all the ladies that, you know, and some of the and staff that are here. Plus, we always have Mike and Mike Productions over here, too. That's right. The infamous Mike and Mike Productions, that, that crew, uh, they're all awesome over here. So, please, don't forget. Big hearts. Yeah. Yes. We love them. Yeah. We love them. And I want to talk about my lover today. Mm -hmm. My lover. <laughs> Boss. It's a line of duty by who? FNG. That's what it is. All line right. of duty. This is my blow up doll cigar <laughs> because I talk about not being able to smoke a cigar is like not being able to make love to your wife on your wedding night. And instead you're making love to a blow up doll. I've done good so far. You have. You, have you, you guys noticed? Okay. Have you noticed something missing from the set? Uh-huh. 
give it a minute. Let it set in. Let it set in. Let it set. We are now four minutes, five minutes into the podcast, and you've not heard one utterance of a profane word. With the exception of, I think she hit me because of the word H E double hockey stick hell, yeah. which I still, I'm still on the fence with this whole thing with Dane on on the word because I don't think it's necessarily a curse in in the tradition in the more traditional sense. I think the rest of the public views it out there, but in her world, that's fine. So I'm gonna try to refrain from using that one too. But well, I listen. I maybe just- I'll do some bull. Bullshocky stuff. You know, yeah, yeah, I can do bullshocky because it's not the actual. Bullshocky, baby. It's not the actual common word. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so. Well, I am trying to tame up on my f bombs. Okay. okay. Oh, like, I know. Speaking of which, my this was my f bomb tattoo that I got because <laughs> I had state ethics charges filed against me for utterance of the f bomb word. I think I that's know. been out in the media the last week. And I'm just, listen, it dies this week. I mean, everything dies after Barker talks about it, right? Yeah. I don't mean it dies. I mean, just nobody can talk about it in in such succinct terms after Mark Barker dissects it. You know so I mean? there was, yeah. So anyways, Mark, thank <laughs> you as always for the, uh, the the content, whether we always agree or not, but thank you for the content yeah, anyways. Really appreciate it. Uh, I'll say this. I, I read through everything uh, today, mm-hmm. and I, I think I made a comment on this once before. Not a fan of stuff like that. It just, unfortunately, I know the individual, and I get along with them, and I just tell you, it, it's just, but it's petty. It's not necessary. I don't know. Whatever dust-up is there, it is the dust-up at that moment in time, mm-hmm. and then the idea is to move on. Trust yep. me. I've been doing this long enough where I get frustrated as heck in politics. <gasps> and I'm, I know, I said heck. I get frustrated. <laughs> And you have to learn how to just move on. I've been mm-hmm. in, you know, kind of like just arguments back and forth with folks, and just all you can do is just move on and just that's it and be done with it. Um, and everybody knows I got a little bit of a mouth too, so I'll just, you know, but you move on. Wait, it is what it is. Wait, what did, um, what did Daddy V say? Uh, he says things like, you know. Uh, no, no, no. What did uh, he say about you and I? Um, oh shoot. He he said I was a bad influence on you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so the, so the V-Man, Mr. Mr. Ramos. No, you got to call him 305, 305. All right, we'll call him. All right, we'll call him 305. All right, so Mr. 305. So so Dana and I were talking about the whole cuss jar thing today. We're going to try to really refrain because of this. You know, we, we don't, got comments. We don't, we, we, we don't want an ethics charge slapped, at, uh, slapped on <laughs> on the Smoking Truth podcast. I got to make fun of it because I think it's a little ridiculous. I'm sorry, but it is what it is. Um, anyways, one time, so there are times like Mark is, when, when I get Mark on the show, right, Mark is a very subdued individual. So it's kind of hard to get a little amped up with Mark sometimes. But it it's, is. But, but it's mellow. good content. And mm-hmm. I, I've had people say, hey, it's great stuff because we get the, the, the good content. Mm-hmm. And whatever and there's a dialogue going back and forth but i, I find myself hard to like like throw out an f-bomb or whatever because it's like you're a little mellow so then but with you it's different because like i feed off your energy and vibe i get it i got it so 305 goes i think Dana's is a bad influence on you i said i don't know i just no i don't think i mean look i do what i want to do but it's just it's the energy like if it's like saying some people go hey if you're around other people that not from up north you know you may you may not talk the same way, but I'm telling you right now, you put me in a room with individuals from like New York and New Jersey yeah. to forget about it. So whatever's yeah. coming yeah. out yeah. or it gets a little deeper yeah. and I don't mean to, but it's just, I'm in that zone. I'm oh, in that yeah. mode. So it's like, I'm pretty sure if you're around some of the folks that are like, like deep South, you're like, and all the y'all and everything just really comes out even mm-hmm. harder. Right. It well, does. Same thing same for thing. me. Yeah. So 305, bad influence. I don't know, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> That's on you, man. Your opinion. <laughs> 305, I miss you so much. <laughs> I miss the 305 lean. The lean back. The lean back. Lean. <laughs> Commissioner McCool, lean back. Anyways. I miss that so much. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm taking out the garbage today, um, right. right, because there, um, there's just so much that's went on this week. I'm glad we're alone. I mean, I lo- don't get me wrong. I love, love, love when we have. Where's Elvis? You know what? Don't tell me. Oh, Bam, Elvis. Elvis. Okay. Yeah, I made sure because I also had Boots was like, "What are you doing without the Elvis? Are you kidding me? That's like your thing. You cannot be without it. It's like the glasses. I'm like, no, I got it. As hey, we got it right here, we got baby. Elvis. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I so beyond what you I know wanted to kind of just talk about hash mm-hmm. out. A lot's been going on this week, and I want to. I'll tell you this right now. Uh, last week I wanted to kind of address something from last week as well too. Sure. So we had Shane and, and my wife on. Sure. But also 
I had a time. I just had a little bit of time to reflect. So we're obviously episode twenty-one just was just put out this past week, yep. and this will be episode twenty-two. So it gave me an opportunity to really think about, man. You know, so I want to give a shout out to everybody who's been on on the show. Absolutely. I do. I can't thank you all enough. And I know Dana feels the same way. Can't yep. thank you all enough for coming on and participating as we're getting this thing going and as we're growing more and more and as word is getting out little yep. by little that we're there. It's an opportunity for, for people to come say their piece, yep. a little you know, a little hair down, so to speak, if they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to curse, though, when you come on our show. Cause some it's people... really not mandatory. I yeah. think that is noticed that, like, I've seen a couple of people try to force like my wife a curse did not curse. Like, I was listening all. to this. She did yeah. not curse at yeah. all. So yeah. Yeah. so if some folks did not curse, you don't have to. Just let me and Dana do our thing. <laughs> um, but so everybody from, like, the sheriff to your son, my wife. I mean, we've had Kim Short on here. Yep. Uh, Scudero, uh, my Scudero with Mark Barker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nick folks Lully. Were, Nick Lully. Did Nick cuss? No, I don't think Nick cussed one time either. He's another one. He's yeah. an on-the-air professional, though. Yeah, no, I, yeah, exactly. No, I've seen yeah. some of his video um, video stuff before packages yeah. when he's um, yeah. when he used to work for the news um, uh, folks. So, anyways, uh, some of the candidates that we had on from Jake Johansson, yep. Mr. Three Hundred Five Ramos to Ken uh, to Doug Pettit, mm-hmm. Ken Smith, All others. Yeah. Uh, uh, DeBerry. Yeah, we'll sell. Uh, uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll sell. I mean, thank you all so very much. It's a good mix they of East Side and West Side folks. Yeah, I don't think I think he said maybe one thing. No, no, will no sell. Well, William sell. He said one thing. Yeah, I think I thought him sold one time. That was about <laughs> it. But anyway, it's all good. So thank you all very much. Freaking I, amateur. So I, so as I was doing that, thinking about that, right? Then I got into like you know the whole thing with my wife uh, from last week and, mm-hmm. and 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 Shane and just so I wanted to kind of address something really quick because this kind of came uh, you know to my attention. Um, after the show, which was, there's comments out there, and, I, and I'm not going to get too much in the weeds on this, but uh, there's comments being made as to why my wife left. And all I'm going to comment on, uh, if you're out there thinking, if you're out there saying that she left just because she did not want to go back to an elementary school, you're full of it, stop the nonsense. It goes much deeper than that. What I will tell you is that nothing is going to uh, take this woman away from teaching after 22 years of education and mm-hmm. 17 years, folks, 17 years in the FRS pension system. Which, guess what? Got cut off the day she decided she's done. Now, she can take, she could use that, but she's got to wait till she turns 62 before she can draw on that. Mm-hmm. So 17 years, not even the full 26, 27, 28, 17 years. If that doesn't tell you that there's a problem there, mm-hmm. I, don't know what else, I don't know what else to say. Because I'm also hearing, too, that another assistant principal just left. There's, I heard a few more teachers. So, folks, I don't just hear things because of my wife. I want everybody to know that I've been doing this for 10 years in politics, and I've, I've garnered some rapport with a lot of people across this county, to include, thankfully, teachers, um, administrators, and others who just talk to me and express their frustrations. And I'll just tell you, there is something underlying there within the district. I think your son keeps talking about it, which is, it, it, you know, I find it odd that we have the highest uh, count in, 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 in openings compared to some of yep. our neighbors. Uh, and Seminole County, I use them because they're pretty, they're a pretty large district like us. I mean, I think uh, Volusia is number 11 or 12 when it comes to size. A in, tenth in the state. of what we have. A tenth, right? Yeah, so, so it's like, you know, so you can't tell me, yeah, and they're like at 30-something openings while we're at 171. And yep. I'm going to tell you this right now. It's going to get more and more difficult, yep. whether it be through up through the normal concurrency process that I know you don't like. But I think it goes beyond just concurrency. I think there is a statewide shortage. I know that. But I think it, there's something running deeper here in Volusia I think the folks are not paying attention to, and they need to pay attention. And there are some individuals in that district I think is part of the problem. But, hey. I'll leave you all nameless, but there are some folks in there you need to be careful with. So I'll leave it at that. And that's all I'll say. I got it off my chest because I just, I hate when I hear like, oh, she just didn't want to go to school. Are you kidding me? My wife's a professional, consummate mm-hmm. professional to the very end. It didn't go by, it, it's not about going back to the school. Right. It is, uh, she just didn't want to, she didn't want to put up with a bully's nonsense. Yep. That's it. Bottom line is what it came down to. So, I had an anyways. interesting call this week. Oh, <laughs> So let's move on to the next one because <laughs> I heard about the call. But anyways, go I ahead. got the call this week, and um, I want to set up some background for you. I have been um, religiously, relentlessly, and thorough regarding our fire contract mm-hmm. for the city of Deltona. I know. Deltona has enjoyed an unprecedented time of pretty much writing the contract that they want. Yeah. You know? And I'm going to preface this by saying that I have family in law enforcement and I have family in fire service today. My father was law enforcement and I have family that are firefighters today. So I have a deep appreciation and a deep reverence of the life saving, the life ending, the life taking, the life giving, everything that there is about both of those services. 
Yeah. I appreciate it. I back our people um, without question, without fail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our city with our firefighter pension, it has a crazy $8 million of unfunded liability that we have. Okay. Okay. That burden falls on every single taxpayer in Deltona. 100,000 people. Yeah. That burden falls on 100,000 people. My, my taxes, that means my taxes would have to come up at some, go up at some point in time to cover that, those uh, liabilities. Exactly. And there's a lot of back and forth between the fire union and the city regarding mm. terms of the contract. We couldn't even write a good contract. We have a, we have a contract now that people just held their nose and said, well, okay, half-hearted. And up until a few months ago, we had Deputy City Manager Stacy Kiffalo, who mm. I love Stacy. I support her. I still support her today wherever she goes. I'm sad that we lost her. The terms of that still aren't quite clear, but, you know, yeah. that's not me. That's for bigger minds to, to, yeah. to fight out about because there's going to be a lot of he said, she said there. But while Stacy was here, I spent probably 25 to 30 hours sitting down with her because she was tasked. The commission tasked mm. her to go find all of our money, yeah. right? To understand where every dime, mark, or douche went. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. That's what we paid her to do. Yep. The commission asked for that to be done. Go over that contract with a fine-tooth comb because it had spent a lot of time unfettered by anyone's input. And I think that that is out of a deep reverence for firefighters, and there might have been a firefighter at the time on the commission. And it is what it is. The union president gets paid to do what he does, and he does it very well. Mm -hmm. The union has a purpose, and unto that purpose, they execute flawlessly. So Deltona Firefighter Union, you execute your job flawlessly. You do what you're supposed to do in protecting the lives, the pensions, and the money of all of these firefighters. I support you with what you do 100%. Our firefighters are dedicated, and I support our firefighters 100% when it comes to policy, when it comes to protecting them, life and safety. They have things that no one else in this state has because the commission wants to keep our firefighters safe, right? Yep. But now, here we are today. I'm working, not today, but I mean current time. I'm working with Stacy on the contract because she's been tasked by the commission to go over the the contract with a fine-tooth comb. And she brings up some things, and I see things, and we talk about them mutually, like, what is this and how is this, but what is this? And there are things concerning to me in the contract, okay? And when I say concerning, I mean the fact that we've been tasked to be yeah. have a fiduciary responsibility to all of our taxpayers to question every single thing. If we remember and we go back in time when sitting on the dais, we went by the budget, line by line. Yeah. Okay, we demanded that from our finance department and we went over it line by line. So why can I not do the same with the sheriff's department contract? Why can I ask what that's included? Why can't I understand the equipment that's using? Why do I now get slaughtered for dare asking about the firefighter contract? But basically that's what's happened because it was happening during political season, first of all, during voting. And no one can tell me or convince me otherwise or anybody else without the history of unions, without firefighter unions, that the union does not have political gravitas when it comes to how how voting is shaped. They do. They're supposed to, though. They're supposed to influence, right, and recommend and support policy that would support their firefighters in the greatest way possible. That's their job. I get that. So now I'm bringing up things regarding how certain terms of the contract came about to be. Yeah. Okay. And they came about to be because there was somebody that was very smart, ex-deputy chief for Deltona, sitting on the dais that made sure that the firefighters were taken care of. That was his job. That's what he does. It's in the blood. I get that. I understand it. I appreciate it. That same energy is not sitting on the dais right now. Yeah. My job, my first job is to protect the interest of all 100,000 of my constituency. We have, what, 70 to 90 firefighters in, in our department? 70 like that, to yeah. 90. That's what I heard last time, yeah. It, to, in our department. That is a tenth, less than a tenth 
okay, of our constituency. Mm -hmm. And a lot of firefighters, I'm not saying that they're not invested in our city, but they don't live in the city, mm -hmm. right? And they don't have to pay the tax burden that we have that we're facing, yeah. okay, the long-term ramifications of this. So how dare I question policy? How dare I question stuff? I've been tasked with this by the voters, right, and by everyone else, and I bring these things up, right, and all of a sudden I'm I'm. So you're not I supposed am, to shut the heck up? I'm, yeah, I'm not supposed to shut the heck up. Okay. I'm supposed to just eat it, bite it, and shut up. And now I'm a bad guy because I don't support Deltona firefighters. Yeah. Because I want to take money out of their mouths and because I don't want to support them and see them have a rich retirement and that I don't give a crap about them and that I'm a horrible person. And I get this phone call mm. this week from this person, okay, threatening me yeah this is what they told me you don't know who you fiddled with mm -hmm. of course it wasn't that it was the f-bomb i know word I know, okay I know, I know. you don't know who you fudged with yep you don't know who you fickled with yeah you don't know who you dickled with yeah <laughs> you don't know what my power is and how deep my reach is okay. now if that's not threatening a sitting commissioner oh i will take care of you yeah you're going to be sorry those kind of threatening words to a sitting commissioner over me doing my job. And this person was my mentor. And you know what I told them? Mm. You are a frying hypocrite. Yeah. Because you are the very one that told me that my job was to take care of the many. That the needs of a few did not outweigh the needs of many. Famously telling me that all the time when we would have constituents come, three or four, the same four to ten people that showed up. Oh, you're not bowing in <laughs> servitude to them because your job is to serve the public. Well, that's what the F you. So wait a minute. So wait, wait, wait. So see. <laughs> Yeah, F U C. Just leave it right there. So you mean that to tell I'm me doing. the pe the same few thirty people that show up every two weeks to come to city hall that everybody's always getting on about, right? We can't placate to those people, which I get hundred percent. I listen. I listen to city commission meetings. I always go look. People up there in the dice need to be very careful because those thirty folks do not represent. They're not em truly emblematic of all of Deltona. They are emblematic of pockets, probably, or things that are going on. But I don't. I, I always question whether or not a little bit how far, how deep does if it go. If you get that out said, of that, if you get out of that environment, yeah, Del, that is not all of yeah. Deltona. But these are the listen. So, these but, oh, are the so, warning shots. Yeah, but so, you're right. I, 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 I get it. Yeah, 100. Those yep. could be the warning shots. Yep. However, but now today, the few matter. Yes. Okay, so let me let me opine a couple things over here because there's a lot to unpack over there. O F N pine away, yeah. my brother. So I've always said number one. <clears throat> well, first of all, then I saw there was something I guess went out on Facebook about integrity, and I would just say this. Individual, oh wait, what was that? That I'm a wait, I'm some, a foul foul mouth foul mouth, mouth whatever. I saw that. I was just kind of like I said, okay. So look, yeah. here's the deal. First of all, um, hey, <laughs> I'm gonna go a little scripture over here. <laughs> you remember the whole thing about casting stones? Okay, remember when we start talking about integrity, individuals who are posting that should be very careful because uh, there's a lot to question there. Mm -hmm. uh, won't go into too many details. We'll leave but it at that. But you know what? Can I tell you something? Yeah. And there are, and that's the thing, yeah. and they're feeling very scalded right now because usually if you spot it, you got it. Yeah. When you're casting stones at somebody, it's because you've done some shady shadiggity. Yep. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Sharon. Yeah. Yeah, you do some shady <laughs> shadiggity, okay? You're feeling a little attacked. Okay, because of the shadiggity that you've done. Mm -hmm. And then you got to lash out. Yeah. And they are butt hurt yeah. that their bullshiggity got called out is so what it is. And thought, more bullshiggity is going to be called out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And my thought is And not only that, this person had information that could have only come from a shade. We had an executive closed-door shade meeting. Uh, they had information that could have only come from that. So, so they have a part. So, there, so obviously... When I hear things like that, being this for you know well over ten years now, uh, that sounds like uh, it's a very political move, which it means is. they're dirty coming, politics. which means that dirty politics are coming after you. Mm -hmm. uh, I would and also that's what say was this. intimated. That was what was intimated yeah. that they were going to come after my political career. Yeah. They were going to kneecap me and cripple yeah. me, probably with the Democratic Party because the Democrats already yeah. think that I'm a damn Republican. However, I will say this though. So early on, when you're like talking about like I got my fiduciary responsibility, I started going. 
my God, Dana, you sound like a Republican over here. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're throwing my vibe off over here. Like, no, no, that's my job. So let me get on the union stuff. Okay. It's, it's pretty well known at this point in time. I'm not the biggest fan of unions. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Mike Scudero came on, and we had this conversation about firefighters and cops, right? So for the clerical class, I'm even less, I'm even less of a fan. Mm-hmm. But for the for the firefighters and cops, I get it, 100. percent You got 20, 30 years, maybe 20 years, 25 years at best for these individuals, and then that's it. And so, how do we reward reward these individuals who are putting their lives and bodies on the line a lot mm-hmm. of times, right? I get it. Um, but that said. It is the responsibility of every elected official that has to deal with firefighter and police union contracts. It is their responsibility to make sure they're pushing back where they think they need to. So in the long run, you're not paying for some stupid unfunded liability. Yep. I always go back to the Tasty Cake model, which was if you that contract looked like it was a bunch of Swiss cheese routes. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like, it was nuts. And it became so uh, inefficient that Tasty Cakes had to close down and move their operations to Mexico. That's what's going to happen if you allow a union to constantly dominate the conversation and you don't push back. Mm-hmm. Because their job is to go after every little bit they can. Yep. More power to you. Got it. I hear that 100% clear. However, it is the responsibility of management and those like in your position to go question every aspect of the contract. Time, PTO, time off, this, that, and the vacation overtime. time. Overtime. All that stuff. All that costs the city money. Who's the city? The folks who live in that city or county or state, they're the ones who are ultimately paying for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so what I'll just tell you is that it is it is definitely your responsibility to do that. Yep. And you should be questioning every contract. I don't care if it's the budget contract. I don't care if it's firefighter contract. I don't care if it's a contract with the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. Everything needs to be questioned. And yep. then at the end of the day, y'all come to the, I'm to the middle ground, where that wherever that may be, and then be done with it. However, it just smacks like some, you know, smells like to me a little bit. That once again, we're in a position here in Daltona where there's just a few, and I'm not talking about just this individual, the firefighter contract. It just once again smells of just a few who want to make sure they take care of themselves and forget about everybody else. Because yep. I'm going to get my money off the of city of Daltona, or I'm going to yep. get my money off the of Volusia County, or I'm going to get my money off whatever county city you live in. Yep. That's what it smells like. You know what I mean? And so I'm just kind of sitting there going, folks, I'm in politics. I get it, 100%. Mm-hmm. There's also a certain level of integrity that I think I have. All right. I'm not perfect by no means, but there's a certain level. And I also, I get the games that get played a little, t- a little bit. And I get that sometimes we got to do a little horse trading mm-hmm. and I get this little back slap and that happens a little tiny bit here, mm-hmm. but there's a point where, what are you doing this for? Yep. Are you doing this for you mm-hmm. or are you doing it for the constituents that actually got you elected? Yep. And not, you know, and so I'm hoping <laughs> that you're doing this for the, you know, I don't care if you have certain level of ambitions. I, I get all that. That happens in politics, right? But just make sure you stay grounded in the fact that the reason why you're there is because we put you there. Yep. And my my hope is as the city commission is that you guys are doing your due diligence because I don't want to find out a decade from now whether I'm still living in Del Toro or not. Maybe my kids are, but now they're going to have to pay taxes because what's going to happen. You have to raise taxes or cuts are going to have to happen. So for my Republican friends, that's what we're talking about over here, right? You know, for hey, just be mindful of that. And for those on the other side of the aisle, I would just encourage you to strongly just don't buy the, the typical line and toe the line, right? And that happens on both sides of the aisle. I get it. But don't just toe the line just because I need their support. Because, yep. again, oh, don't, yeah, to your point, don't be wrong. Yeah. Firefighters, <laughs> y'all are some exceptional people and effective in what you're doing. When you're out there supporting your, the candidates you want to get behind because you feel that the policies that they, they've espoused on the campaign trail are more closely aligned with yours. I get that, 100%. Okay, fine. As long as you got folks who are off-duty doing it, you know, hey, I don't care. You want to go around with the boot and collect money for this, that, and the other? I get it. But it is a responsibility of every commissioner on that day is to make sure, and not just rubber stamp, because we see enough yep. of that nonsense going on, yep. not rubber stamp. It is the responsibility of each individual to go over that contract and make sure that the city is getting the best bang yep. for their buck. And you, know, and you know, the, the disgraceful thing and the saddening thing to me is that I have been painted as to like, you know, my integrity has been called um, into question, right? And, oh my God, you don't care for firefighters. And that's further, the furthest from the truth. I hate that stupid line. But it, it, well, it is it, the most it, ridiculous, stupid line I've ever heard in my life. Stupid, stupid, stupid line. I hear it being used on teachers sometimes. I hear it being used on... I hear it being used on cops sometimes. I hear it being used on firefighters. It's the most stupid. Con- I can dis. I can disassociate the difference between 
the folks on the ground, the teachers, the cops, the firefighters, mm-hmm. and I, I hate to call them all three of them out, but those are always the units that come into, into, into play. I can differentiate the difference between the actual teachers, cops, and firefighters and the, u- the unions that represent them. Yep. But everybody wants to tie them, all, them together. all together. And yep. it's, no, that's not the case. Because mm-hmm. I know teachers, I know cops, and I know firefighters who sometimes always agree with their, with their own politics internally. Yep. 100%. I, trust me, I know. So stop the nonsense, please. And, well, and here's the thing, too. I think that part of the tact was to um, tell me that I didn't have a career in politics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm the worst politician that there is out there. But... I look out for my constituency. It is my number one. It was intimated that I had personal gain, but, like, what would that be? What would my personal gain be for pissing firefighters off of me? What's the upside to that? I don't know. Do you receive cola from these folks from the unions? <laughs> do you cost-living adjustment? Do you get anything from there? No. no. Oh, others might, though. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you know, that's what it was. That's what personal gain I thought, it was, maybe. <laughs> it was like a fear porn tactic stuff, you yeah. know what I mean? Think, thinking and... You know, I'm not going to mention another element of this because I just don't victimize myself. But um, I, I just think that it was meant to induce stress. It was mm. meant to induce fear. It was meant to intimidate me. It was meant to make me back off. But let me just send you a personal message. None of the above is going to happen because I know who I am. I'm assured about who I am. I understand what my mission is. I understand myself as a leader. And I understand myself as protecting the interest of every single person in the city of Deltona. That includes firefighters as well. So... Just put that out there. I'm not going anywhere unless I die. And then you can send up your flipping novena if you want to pray for that to happen. But I'm telling you right now that I'm sitting right where I am. I'm wearing blue till the day I freaking die. You're not running me out of the Democratic (laughs) Party. And I'm going to stay right where I am until I decide that I'm not going to stay where I am. So bring it on. Bring your shovel. Bring whatever you want to bring. But it ain't happening. And I'm saying that today, whatever today's date is, and I'm saying that with 100% certainty, I leave on my terms. I don't leave because you're a bully, and just mm. understand that. You know, can I tell you, I see a lot of that happening. There's a lot, lot of bullying going on in uh, in Volusia County, a little, you know, I just, I'm getting a little tired of. So, you know what, every once in a while, we're just going to call it out for what it is. We are. And because that's how bullies continue to yeah. perpetuate action is because you've been so intimidating and you've been so bullying and you've mm-hmm. always gotten your way, then you think that that's the way that it is. But it's not. And bullying behavior in any sense of the word, whether it be a man bullying a woman in domestic violence or a child getting bullied by somebody taking his lunch money or someone being bullied for being gay or someone being bullied for trying to do the right thing, the bully continues on until they're called out. And I've taken on bullies here in Deltona. And it's pretty public knowledge that I do that. And you are not going to do that. It's not okay what you're doing. And I'm going to continue to call it out until it stops. Please understand that. Please understand that. Preach, young lady, preach. I love it. Get, get, just get it off the chest. That was a good couple. That was a good, like, what is that, 10, 15 minutes there maybe? Just, yeah. I'm just kind of getting it out. Yeah, yeah. I just listen. I think it was needed. There was a lot going on uh, mm-hmm. over the last week or two, and I just think it's, a lot of these things just need to be addressed because it just smells of a lot of dirty. Well, here's politics. and you know what? That's exactly what law mm-hmm. enforcement said because I brought in law enforcement mm-hmm. after that mm-hmm. because I don't know what this person is capable of, yeah. especially since they spent a lot of time telling me how far their reaches are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I consulted with law enforcement. So. They are, the investigator is well aware, there's situational awareness. Yeah. So if something happens to me, I'm just putting that out there. I'm not yeah. saying I'm afraid, but I'm just telling you I'm aware. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. got to do what you got to do. So, man. Mm-hmm. Woo, that was fired up. What else you want to talk about? <laughs> a lot going on. A lot going on in Tallahassee this week. I need to not understand just, about. Not just Volusia County and then Deltona. Hey, but you know, uh, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. God, I'm feeling tender today. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Sharon, I love you. <laughs> oh! So yeah, so give a come on. You got to give a shout out every once in a blue moon. I know you like I know. to. I know you like to go after him, but every once. You know, so this yeah, afternoon, yeah. I was getting ready to come to the podcast, and you know, I have a um, a health issue that I'm working through right now. Yeah. You know, my cancer. Yeah. Um, and I was sitting on the side of the bed. I was putting my shoes on and um, going over to. Uh, Greg's wedding. Greg, one of the owners here at Cigar Hustle. Okay. So I'm yeah. leaving oh, yeah, town yeah, yeah, to go yeah. to his wedding for the weekend. And I'm putting my shoes on, getting the last stuff packed, and I get a phone call, and I look, and it's Sharon with his happy face that's popped up when he's <laughs> hugging, you know. 
And Sharon calls me, and that's my pet name for Webster Barnaby. I'm sorry. Let me start over. Yeah. That's my pet name. It's the first name, the actual first name of esteemed, honorable mm-hmm. state representative Webster Barnaby, who I have spent the last part of my political career excoriating, but he secretly likes it because he likes fighting and he likes a worthy <laughs> opponent, and that's why he puts up with me. Right? You're probably right. <laughs> I know I'm right, okay? <laughs> so he calls me and he says in that Dr. Love voice, oh, yeah. that Venus flytrap voice, baby girl, how you doing? <laughs> and I said, how are you? He said, I'm driving home for Tallahassee and it's just raining to beat the band, but I'm positive and I'm getting home. Mm. How you doing? I just wanted to let you know, ain't nobody alive going to mess with you while I'm alive. And I, <laughs> I was like, where is this coming from? Oh he, my said, God. he said, I just love you. And I want to tell you that. And I said, man, he's going to get votes at Tallahassee. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but it made me I got weepy and I cried because sometimes you just need that you know what I mean and I I said I said this I said Webby I know you I give you crap so much man but I feel it in my heart today (laughs) I said just today I said tomorrow it's gonna be back on when you come up with your bullshit in Tallahassee but today I love you man I will tell you so it is interesting um actually that's it's actually cool because that it's just one more testament that whether you always agree with, you know, Webster Barnaby, or whether or not you always agree with Dana McCool, um, and the reason why we do what we do is because I think there are moments beyond the politics, there's a human side to yep. things. And I think we forget about that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though the two of you are always at odds with one another on certain things, that there are those moments just on a human level. Um, I think I remember telling you about an elected official, which I'll, I'll I'll uh, leave nameless um, that reached out to me and said this, another state rep and said, Hey, you know, I wanted to reach out to her because I heard what, you know, that she yeah. was going through cancer. And I mm-hmm. said, no, I said, by all you think, you know, I don't want to seem too forward. I said, no, 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 please nah, go they ahead. They did. I mean, reach st- out. the senators have reached out to me. State reps have reached out to me. Yeah, and these are Republicans. Congressmen. Yeah. And these are Republicans yeah. who are and so, and I, and I say that not because I'm trying to throw the whole Republican Democrats, but, no, this, but, but I it's understand. just, yeah, but it's just to show that beyond the politics, there's a human side of things yep. that we may not always agree, but there's a human element to, to what we do. Yep. And I think people need to just remember that sometimes. So, yep. uh, so Mr. Barnaby, thank you very much for, uh, for giving the shout out to my, uh, my dear friend, Dana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me about Tallahassee real quick. I need the elevator speech cause I don't want to get pissed off cause I didn't pay attention. I've been mm-hmm. in the work mode. Yeah. What's going on with the immigration vote? What, what happened that with that? I heard that the everything rep went gave... through, everything okay. went through. Uh, so basically it was, uh, to move, uh, the 10, $10 million or over to Department of Emergency Management to help pay for the um, uh, transportation for a lot of these individuals who are now. I know how you feel about it. Now, I, somebody, I told somebody, I was just like, you know, well, you know, look, at they, you know, they're going to get, you know, you do understand great that this airfare is a, listen, and bus trips and so Listen, forth. you do understand that this is a, uh, a net zero revenue situation here because the money that you're spending on deporting some, you're spending on importing others. So this is well, net neutral. I know that the Republicans want to say, oh, we're getting rid of the problem, but you're bringing immigrants in here to teach our children and you're giving them hefty money well, and I think, paying I think, for all of that. So I it's think a there's zero a difference. situation. Listen, from my part, I think there's a difference between um, how, so, and, and I'll look, and, and, and Webster this week in committee gave a very passionate speech as someone who's an immigrant himself, but went through the process. Now, that said, I understand why somebody's Listen, supposed to leave, and stop, I really do. Stop. Hey, stop. No, wait, wait, stop. Wait, wait, wait. No. no, no, no. Stop. What? Sharon is not a regular immigrant. Sharon has had intellect, privilege. Stop it. Privilege. Somebody yeah, it, may disagree with you. No. He's had intellect and privilege, the weather all, and he doesn't represent most immigrants on that level. We have to agree to that fact. There is okay. And so I will I'll, acquiesce to some of your points, will, but you have I, to agree right, to that. I will say that yes. So, so obviously, him being an there's, immigrant, a, there's he, a certain intellect that he has in order yeah. to try to maneuver through the system that exactly. other folks may not have. And I don't mean that exactly. in a bad way either. No, no, that it's said, not. It's fact. But I also understand too that we have to figure out a way to control our borders, and whether or not this is a message to the federal government, and I mean both Republicans and Democrats. Mm-hmm to the federal government to remind them we need to do something. So if this is a way of saying, hey, you know what? Y'all want to be sanctuary cities? Go right ahead. We'll be more happy to provide that as long as you're not coming down here to Florida because there is a burden. Folks, I don't care what he says, and I, you and I may disagree on this wholeheartedly. You cannot tell me that states like Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas are not having issues when it comes to finances because look, even El Paso, now they got 10 cities in El Paso because everybody's Eric, trying to figure out what the hell Eric, to do. Eric, Eric. <laughs> 
at the state and federal level, the 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 critical issue here, the root cause of this, mm. take all of this money that you're using for this and fix the original country. It has to be a united agree. world thing that you must fix the country where the problem is. I would is. agree that let people United go States, back home and love fix to it. See. I would. Well, th but th but then this goes to a larger portion. Of go the federal kill them all. Go kill them all. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> That's not what Republicans think. I'm just no, trying to tell you. No, I don't you. mean the immigrants. I mean oh. the bad politicians, oh, Eric. Oh, the corrupt. Okay. Right, yeah. right. Did you really think well, I was gotta, saying gotta, go kill well, the people? Be, well, because Democrats oh used. God. Because Democrats use the whole wheelchair thing, pushing people over the edge with health care. I'm just like, okay, wait a minute. I don't know where this is going, but okay. I was so <laughs> Come here. Yeah. I gotta be careful. I gotta, I gotta defend my Republicans. So, anyways, listen. I would agree with you, and I can listen. I would concede, and I said this before on this show, which is, I would love to see the United States. Number one, two things. Number one, I definitely want to see better partnerships in our hemisphere, more so than I'm worried about China. Because yep. China's a problem. And they, I'm sorry, folks, they are an enemy. I don't. There's no friends there. They're an enemy. You mean the USA of China? The, yeah, the USA of China. The United States Social States of, of China, right? They are the enemy. And for too long, two Democrats and Republicans acquiesced big time because this is what big business wanted. The corporate conglomerations, that's what they want. Not small business folks over here in America. That's what big corporations wanted. They wanted, you know, they wanted most favored nation trade status with China, all kinds of things. Come to find out, well, guess what? I've been saying it for a long time. Hey, folks, that's China's MO. They figure mm -hmm. you out and then they undermine you. That's what they do. They've been doing it for thousands of years. This is what they that's do. Do you think that the Chinese triad in here at operating yeah. and running America as so it is? So that said, focus your attention back closer to home. What does that mean? The United States, with all the money I know we give to other countries, I say, hey, pull back some of that nonsense and bring it back home to South America. Let's fix some of the problems because, yes, Did I agree. Did you just say South America? Bring it back to South Oh, well, you mean you, the immigration. Yeah. Yeah, bring, bring the money back home so we can start working more closely with South America Central and Central America. And, yeah. Yeah, Central, Central and South, South America yeah. to ensure, because I know why a lot of these folks are leaving. That said, with those folks le um, um, leaving those countries, I also know there's a group, of, a number of individuals getting snuck in there who are also want to do a lot of harm. For a lot of those folks who want to come here, they're coming because they're looking for opportunity. They want to get away from messages. We're not in there. talking about. Here's the thing, though. What what I find, what I find not interesting, but what I find concerning to me also is that all of our uh, concentration when we talk about, I, I think that the United States population as a whole mm. has an idea. When we talk about immigration, it's all Central and South American. But that's not where it's happening. We have Middle Eastern problems. We yes. have European. Uh, and that, block, and, and, Eastern European bloc coming in here, too. And we don't yes. talk about that. There's, and it's a whole picture. They're using, so what's happening, folks, and many of you know, probably already know this who are listening to the show. Hey, you can come using, in as long as you're not brown-skinned. That's no, what it is. Oh, whoa, whoa, yes, whoa, it no, is. No, 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 no. Don't start. Not, no, no. No. You can come in no. if, if, if you're not if you're not brown. You can listen, come in. Listen, you can say you can say it all day long. I'm just trying to say. Wait, why did you feel triggered by that? What? Why did you feel triggered by that? Do you think that that's like the Republican stance or, or no? Because what it, was no, that? because it's almost what like, was that it's response? Almost, well, because I almost feel like it's borderline. Like, hey, it's just an attack on the brown people. And I know that's a narrative that some are pushing, but it's not about that. Listen, yes, it Tell is true. Tell me when we talk policy though home. at the state level. Has has the governor talked about any middle any problem? of Middle Easterners coming in? No. In, in, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's back up a little bit. Okay. I think, no, there have been times when he's talked about it. Yes, immigration, illegal immigration possibly. He's also talked about it also from a drug per, uh, uh, perspective, mm -hmm. but, um, but also from a Middle Eastern, meaning that terrorists, right? Let's be honest. He, know, he knows this. But the problem is, look, if half of if, if half of Latin America was all jacked up with their with their own country politics and they were white and they were trying to come over here, I believe that we'd still be using some of the same policies, trying to push back because we have to have borders. We just cannot take in a lot of legal folks at, at, at the numbers that are coming here and sit here and be like, you know, the United States got all this money to pay for all this stuff. No, we don't. That said, I go back to the original point. I believe we should be working closer to home. We have plenty of nations right here closer to home in our, in our own hemisphere who want to work with the U.S. And I think there's a way to give them money and funding and, and, and also help them out, politically speaking, to shore up their countries. So that way, you know, whether it be, you know, and we're doing it today, right? We're trying to do drug interdictions. I will say this. I, listen, as much as I love Ronald Reagan and I, and, and I look up to him as a political leader, especially with the, uh, with the Republican Party, I will tell you this. I think they missed the mark because they spent so much time worrying about communism that the drug problem was already growing. Mm -hmm. 
underneath his nose, and he yep. and he did not pay attention. There were there were agents on the ground back in the day calling for this yeah. stuff, like, "Hey, we need money to be poured in here because yep. this is going to be a problem." And guess what, folks? Here we are, 30, 40 years later, and we're dealing with the, with the illegal drug trade, and it's just as it's just as bad as it's ever been. Mm -hmm. And now nowadays, because we've given them so much time, now they got new concoctions they're coming up yep. with. So my point is, is that yes, it's not just about the fact that we're trying to we need to control the border. In some Listen, capacity. the war on drugs is going to not only be concerned with controlling borders, but it's going to be cleaning up the mess here at home mm. when, when we talk about that. That's why I push so heavily for uh, drug, mental health, substance abuse. You know, it this has to be a three-pronged approach the way that we do this. You yeah. can't just – you the it has to be just as important to the federal, state, and local levels. They mm. all have to be on the same page about this. If we want to wage a war on drugs, I mean, we can do that. I want to go back and watch Clear and Present Danger, and I want to be in that well, world. I've always How said, they, if we're going um, to yeah. wage a war, yeah. do, we, do, do, we do need it. to yeah. really wage a war. Like like we do with when we go to the Middle East or anywhere else. That's what I'm we saying. We need to wage and a war. Listen, can I tell you either, something? Can either I get, you're legalizing aspects of it, or yeah. you're going full-scale on listen, war. Exactly. Can I get the Republicans interested in that? Like, can we <sighs> wage war? To. If you want to do a war, can we just come out from over there and go down to Central and South America? If you want to wage the war, that's the war. Drug, oh my God, pharmacy drug that has cost us yeah. so much money and 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 so many lives. I would you know I would I mean? argue that you can probably probably tie back many of the illnesses that we see within our children to this day. Yep. All that whether it be partially mental health, ADD, all kinds of stuff, just a lot of things, and then just economic woes. You can tie that all back to the rise and the proliferation of drugs seeping into our country over the last 40 years. Yep. I, I'm just telling you, nobody wants to make that connection. If you want to keep paying, That's why I wanna... I'm a Republican. Let me tell you this. If you want, if you want to curtail the, the size of government, start fighting that stuff where it needs to be fought mm -hmm. at and not, and not you know, dealing with the money afterwards because the, the government will continue to grow to help pay for all these programs that I think are well-intended and nice, but you're still not dealing with the root cause, which is what we talk about a lot of times, root cause. Root cause yeah and so i know we're, we're gonna I, I think we're at like 15 minutes is what i was told by the og but i will also tell you that the other big thing was obviously was reedy creek and your buddy randy fawn i think gave a good speech on it and even called out democrats and said i can't believe that you all who rail against cor corporate giants would not get behind something like this we're going after finally after 60 70 80 years of, of a mess which is the Reedy Creek district okay and letting Disney have all their perks and they're a big enough company today that they don't have they don't need any more perks that you all would not get behind something like this which is basically saying I, I personally for me I say get rid of the whole Reedy Creek but they I, I'm assuming there's probably a little bit of a compromise somewhere in so the governor said okay you know what no, we're going to have a board. Okay, we'll have a board. We'll allow you to keep a, you know, a portion of Reedy Creek or do what you got to do. But now I'm going to put ahead, we're going to go ahead and uh, appoint these individuals to the board. And that's it. So I'm all, and, and Randy Fine gave a good speech. I know you're not a fan of his, but I'm telling you right now, it was a good speech. It was very intellectual. I was just like, man, Eric, he, he gave a good intellectual Eric, argument for Eric. it. Whether you agree with me or not, but I'm saying <laughs> You know what? What? You have just betrayed everything <laughs> sacred about our friendship. <laughs> because saying, I mentioned him like three times and said he gave him good advice. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, but he did. No, I know you don't like it, no, but he did. No, he did not. He did not. Listen. I listened to the whole thing. Randy Fine <laughs> could make reading the Bible sound icky. No. Yes, oh, he God. does. Because okay. what he uh, listen, I'm. I was trying to pull my blinders off he's for not a, a moment. Good he's not a good person. I think. I think. Well, listen. He's that, not a good person. You know? Can I just tell you something? Yeah. Ted Bundy did nice things oh too. God. You know what I'm saying? Ted Bundy did nice things too. So don't even try it. to I'm use that whole. He did nice. He said nice things. Because <laughs> Ted Bundy said nice things too. Oh so did God. Jeffrey Dahmer. How do you think he lured right. them in? He was good for a little bit, saying nice things until he wasn't nice. Eric Same Raimondo thing. did not say a word or Same make any thing. comparisons. Same thing. So you do your thing. Same thing. You're still my dear friend. I'm still yeah. your right now. You're still my dear friend <laughs> yeah, okay. too. But I'm still telling you <laughs> that that goes on. So that's that was the Ted big, Bundy, yeah. Jeff Dahmer, Randy Fine. I am not going to touch. That I would have. Let me, can I tell you something? I'm going to tell you something, Randy. If you're listening again, I think that I would have much more respect for you if you just came out and said that you like strippers. Oh you could change gosh. my whole mind if you just come out and said that you support oh strippers. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to. I'm actually going to have a Bible over here on the corner, the little pocket ones over here, every once in a blue just so we could have her here because I got. I'm worried sometimes. <laughs> Psychics, when you get into one of your rants, I'm just going to go, let me pull the Bible. Thou shall not, you know, the first thing commandments. <laughs> just, 
Go for it. I will use the Bible against you. I know you will. I know you will. I'm not, I wouldn't even, I, I hate when Republicans do that sometimes because I know they're not like, yeah. I, I, you know, I listen, hate when can I, I tell you something? I hate when I see Republicans like quote, listen, trying to quote scripture. I'm listen. like, dude, you're about to mess this up. I know you are. <laughs> and then you get called out on national TV for it. Stop doing that. Just say you're either pro-life or whatever and move on. That's, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> you and I know people from both parties that do yeah. that. They bring Jesus in when it's, when it's cocktail uh, convenient. I, I hate, I hate when I see people on both sides do that, but I don't like I it when it I too. see my conservative friends. And I, and I know, and I'll be honest with you, I know. I know person who the genuine ones are. I know who the well, yeah, I know who the know. genuine ones are. I know, and but there's a little bit one too many who say that, and I kind of go, y'all need to stop doing that. And yeah. I hear doing the y'all right. Listen, I'm, listen, let me uh, tell you something. I don't know if I can do that. My right now, my biblical understanding, mm. okay, is more, and we talk about this a lot. My biblical understanding is more about New Testament, right? Yeah, I know. You feel it's Republicans not are more telling. It's not telling me what not to do. It's telling me what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. Right? It's telling me what I should be doing. Number one thing, hands down, all day long, shut up, is love thy neighbor as thyself. Mm. It takes care of a multitude of sins. Even the doctor sins. of love said that. Yes. It, and that's, tr that's true. Because if you're doing that, you're not having time to eviscerate your neighbor, right? True. If you love someone as much as you do yourself, you step outside of that. You yeah. know what I mean? You protect them. Da, da, da. That's, that, what part of that did you not understand that Jesus yeah. said? What part of that ministry did you not understand? We'll go down, if you want to, talking about New Testament. Mm. Old Testament, I will remind you, also says... That you must kill people that touch the skin of a pig. So I'm going to ask you if you're going to murder every football player. They tell you that you're going to eternal damnation wow. if you work on Don't the Sabbath. Don't touch my football. Don't touch my if football. You, exactly. If you work on the Sabbath, so should we do that? Should I stone you to death? And how many people should I have around mm -hmm. to stone you to watch that? What is it that you want when you start quoting scripture to me out of the Old Testament? Because there's a lot of stuff in there. If you want to get down, I know you don't think I have any theology behind me, but if you want to get down, we'll get down by that. Wow. Because I hate a hypocrite more than anything else. I know. I, I hate a hypocrite. I don't like hypocrites. I don't like hypocrites when they espouse a certain level of theology that they're not yep. aware of or try to use it as yep. a shield. I don't like hypocrites in politics, just in general. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of hypocrisy in politics. I don't mm -hmm. always like it, and I get it. Um, I believe we should always try to do the best we can to live by a certain compass. Tell me where in the good book it says I can't drop an F-bomb. I, I never said that. No. Specifically, it never said that. No. Yeah. But I think, I think what you'll find is there are people who are just saying, you know, that will— I think what happened over the years is that the whole the whole idea of not taking um, the Lord's name in vain. I think mm -hmm. what's happened over the years is we've just used that as a way of saying expanded that. Let's put I'll put that we expanded on it and say, hey, not only is taking the Lord's name in vain not right, but then certain words we deem, and I think they just over time just to create a certain moral code, so to speak. Yeah. But that's let said, me live by your moral code while you tell me said, not to cuss, and why you go you, you're you're. You're on me for being profane, yeah. okay? However, you're the same person that would walk by a person that's down or a homeless person and either spit on them or kick them or not drop mm. a quarter in the cup. So I'm going to call you out about that. Let's talk about hypocrisy there. So when you're talking to me about the good book, you're talking about me about being profane, you don't know what I do under the cover. You don't know what other people do under the cover. So take your little moral Can compass, I Randy. Oh, God. And stop talking about other people. Examine mm. your own backyard because there are some things that I could oh, say that I'm God. not going to say because I'm trying to be morally correct right now. I will okay? tell you that. And uh, I'm just saying. I will say that uh, I believe this is my, my general sense, just uh, talking to a number of individuals. I think the vast majority, the vast majority of Christians um, do not like to get too involved in politics. Nope. I think they want to be left alone. Yep. They want to be able to worship in, yep. in, in, in private. Yep. Or they want to be able to go to their small community-based churches or, yep. or your big ones and be left alone. I think there are, obviously there are certain things about just politics in general that they obviously agree with, but I don't think they get as, as you know, as rabid as, them, as some do who kind of like want to do the, like the Bible they, thing. Exactly. Yeah, they so. don't put themselves in the positions to be a If hypocrite. I'm wrong, somebody call me out on it, but no. I, don't, I don't think I don't I think am, that you're so. wrong because I'm yeah. going to tell you something. Being faith-based, when you talk about yeah. I can get behind any type of being faith-based. Yeah. But when you say that your religion is the beat-all to end-all, your organized type is the beat-all to bend-all, beat-all, mm. I have an issue. I take exception with that because there are so many ways to be faith-based, all of them which pre 
preach kindness and tolerance. Yes. If that's your code, I want to help you celebrate in any way possible. Yeah. People, let me tell you something. There are some, and when I say God-fearing, I mean good, God-fearing, faith-based um, people that I run into every day that I take counsel with, that I listen to, mm. right? Uh, you would not think because I don't profess any religion. I'm very spiritually based, and that has to do with recovery also. Okay. Recovery makes you find that we talk about finding a God of your understanding. So yep. whatever you understand that to be, whether it be, you know, Buddha, whether you mm -hmm. are practicing, you know, your faith through Christianity, whatever it is, right, it mm -hmm. talks about however understanding that. Most importantly being that, the, one of the most important lessons, there is a God, mm -hmm. there is a God, and I'm not it. Yeah. And if I remember that, that takes a lot of pressure off of me to to perform. Uh, so it is not that I had to take exception to anyone practicing religion. I wholly um, support you and have a lot of faith. Listen, when friends. I'm in Tallahassee and I get some of the folks you think come I, up. You think Miss Jamie comes in here? You think I'm going to curse? No. Yeah, no, no, exactly. No. So I will tell you this when I'm in Tallahassee and some folks come up and they say, Eric, you mind if you know if we pray with you a little <laughs> bit? And I, I always tell them I said, I will never turn down yep, a prayer. Neither will I. And so we go we, you know, we do the we do the prayer and so forth. And I'll just say this is that I you know, uh, look, ultimately God is ultimate judge. Mm -hmm. So obviously I was it's not for me to judge you specifically, right? Hey, look, you live your life the way you feel you need to as long as what you're doing doesn't really impact yep. me in any negative way, right? Yep. And I'll just say this, but ultimately it's not for me to judge because you do we do the best we can with our time here on earth. Yep. At the very end, God knows all and yeah. God will judge. Yeah, exactly. And and I've always said this that I do believe and I know what I know what it is to be a Christian, but I also said this, I do believe ultimately and I'm once again, I'll tell you this, I'm not the most, you know, I'm not the most uh, rabid faith-based individual out there, mm -hmm. meaning that I don't, you know, like my brother goes to church every single week. He tries to live by a certain um, moral code based on, on his Christian beliefs and values. That said, <clears throat> I've said that I also do believe that God knows you can profess to be a Christian, but mm -hmm. if you're a piece of garbage... I got this feeling that God will look favorably um, uh, on the individual who is doing the best that he or she can mm -hmm. to live good by others, yep. but may but may struggle a little bit with faith. And you know what they say? So you know what they say? Yeah. He says, "I'm gonna smite you for Dana." That's what he oh, says. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go that far, but hey, you know, okay. I'll take it because it's right, on show. Let me tell you so. something. Yeah. And, and Jesus makes some of the best chicken. You know, that's like what I call Chick-fil-A's Jesus chicken. Oh, oh it's you know, God's chicken. You kidding me? Chick-fil-A's God's chicken. It's Jesus chicken. Okay. It's, Jesus sounds better. Okay. You Jesus wanna chicken. Ahead. Phonetically, Jesus chicken sounds all right, better. All right. I'll try to use that once in a little more. You know, uh, that's what I use. That's what I, and honest to goodness, mm. I only crave that when I've had cancer. I've yeah. only craved Chick-fil-A, but that's what I like. When I, I get when I sit down, my appointments are at lunchtime. Yeah. When I sit down to do when I used to do my chemo and now I'm doing the new treatment, yeah. right? Lunchtime and I tell Dave, Will you go get me some Jesus chicken? And he goes and gets and comes back and I sit there. That's because I got the munchies, because I'm taking medication that gives me the munchies, you know what I mean? The, I feel like I feel like and I'll because I, I know we gotta wrap up here. I, I feel like Chick-fil-A is you know how they have like you know how the Jews you know bless their foods and their yeah. meats and stuff. Jesus does that too. And, and I just get this feeling that that's what Chick Fil A is doing, man. Like they're just blessing everything. Uh, don't you feel that there's a heavenly bite and in I, every someone, bite? Someone, yes. Someone, 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 yes. To your point, is there a heavenly bite? Yes. yes. So thank you for the flavor, but also thank you for blessing because I get this feeling that that's what Chick Fil A is doing. Thank you very much. We want to always support our Chick Fil A. Yes. You know what I mean, absolutely. All right. That's so good. Um, uh, uh, do you have anything you wanna you wanna um, you want to wrap up with we have some guests coming at the end of the month um yeah we're talking about yours and then we talk about mine yep. coming jennifer waldo kelly is coming on and she is coming on i told her to bring i told her to bring somebody too yeah she's coming on on the 24th what do we say is what's going on next week is there something going on next week i don't know we were i was trying to get somebody there but then they had a conflict and so they're 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 coming on the uh coming on the third of March. So mm -hmm. we have to either we have to do it ourselves again or we will find something. Hey, let me say one something as, as yeah. we also I wanted to speak to something really, really quick. Yeah. Uh, in the last vote that we had up on the dais regarding our interim city manager, mm -hmm. I just want to tell you this oh. that I support our city manager, Jim Chisholm is doing a good job, okay, yep. for the city. 
I admire the man. I support him. My vote of no was because we circumnavigated due process and giving the people a uh, an opportunity to vote. It did or seem to weird. have input. It was. It was so. I, I was watching it. It just seemed very weird yeah, during exactly. commissioner comments, and I was like, like hey, but yeah, anyways, nah, I, know, nah, I know. Nah. We'll talk about that next. God, we got so much. Yeah. To talk yeah. About. There's, there's a lot more yeah. to talk about. Yeah. So I owe a quarter, or actually a dollar. We said if we curse during the podcast that okay. uh, so i have i owe a dollar because i used one word d-a-m-n oh. and so i just want to are you really going to do that what put a dollar in for the, no just for the i mean to say that because you said d-a-m-n i'm going to put a dollar in is that really even a is that really even a curse yes, it's like it is. hockey stick like no, i can't not. any curse is a curse all right okay that means i gotta are you going to teach it to your child are you going to teach that word to your seven are you going to teach it to your seven-year-old and let them use it First of all, I don't have Why a seven-year-old, but yes. Answer. But Are you going to let them use that word? No. Okay, then case closed. Okay. All right. Jeez. So listen. God help I me. I feel so good. I feel so lighter. <laughs> like <laughs> I just stood in the room and went, funky. Yeah. Fuggity, 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 fuggity. Yeah. Bullshiggity. Yeah. <laughs> thank you I for I told you, sir, I was going to use it again. Bullshiggity. <laughs> listen, guys, thank you for joining us again right. this week. We got a lot off of our chest. That's yep. what we do. If you want to be on the podcast, call us. We'd love to have you. We love input. Yep. Um, and just anywhere from Anywhere week. in the county. So please, please, yeah. please, 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 come please, on please. in. Please. Yes. And just remember, guys that if it's important to you it's important to us peace thank you this has been the smoking truth with dana mccool and eric ramundo listen for new episodes every tuesday at 8 a.m this has been a mike and mike production <laughs>